Previously on Steambox Versus, Bruce Leroy, the last dragon, shared the glow. The Iron Sheep broke backs and made us humble. Michio Kaku showed us how to find dark matter. Samus and Megarad led a rap battle for the ages, and we plunged into virtual reality in Ready Player One. Will Steambox make it back to Ghibli in Japan? Will the Boston Celtics dunk on us? Will the Dragon Ball Z narrator ever join the crew? Stay tuned and find out on Steambox Versus. Hey, this is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast. Today, I'm with the Warriors. My Steampunks from Central Force. Warriors, please say what's up to the world. What's, what's up? up? Yo, this is crazy. What we got in the, who we got in the house today? We got Victor Reynoso, eight and zero. Three quarters of his matches end in him knocking somebody the hell out. Victor Reynoso, eight and zero. Reality show coming out. Uh, married. All of this stuff, and a local legend, a Dominican-born local legend, Victor Reynoso. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank, thank you. Uh, what's up, guys? What's up? Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up? How you been, bro? How you been? I've been eating veggies in the gym. You know, <laughs> sticking to my routine. Veggies, ew. Uh, <laughs> but this is why you look fly, and I look like a tap of uh, big tub of lard. I think, I think yeah. that's probably why. Uh, I'm wondering if I'm wondering our freshman class president. We have our own local legend over here. Our freshman class president is an amateur wrestler. Amateur wrestler? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Here, bro. <laughs> oh, you're a pro wrestler? Vince McMahon signed you to the WWE? <laughs> Yeah, she's that's different. pro wrestler right now. That's WWE right. and real WWE wrestling are different. It's different than regular wrestling. I know nobody likes being called an amateur, but a pro is when you get paid to go out and do Just what say, you do. Like, High school wrestling, you know? Like, elite, elite wrestling. Okay, all right. Elite so, wrestling. listen, this, she's making my point. Because she's already brawling. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, Victor Reynoso, I'm wondering, you you know your limits. You know you know when when you can win. You know you, when you can put somebody down. Apparently, that's three quarters of the time. You can knock somebody the hell out. If there was a street fight right now between you and the freshman class president, uh, Cam, do you think you think you could take her in a street fight? I don't, I don't know. 80% of street fights end up on the floor, you know, <laughs> giving her the advantage. That's true. 80% of the street fights, so it would turn into a brawl. It would turn into a wrestling match. What do you think? You can go outside and test it out. You want to go outside and test it out? Oh, here. This is the most hostile we've ever treated one of our guests. Uh, I really appreciate you being here, man. Uh, especially, especially, we recently got a boost to our podcast. You heard it. The intro to our podcast is now <laughs> yeah. done by uh, the Dragon Ball Z narrator, and now we got you a Dragon Ball Z head on the show. Does anybody want to ask him an anime question? I had, I knew somebody was like... Cam. Was that Cam? No. No? You just <laughs> said you were going to do it, though. No, yeah, I, I thought somebody... What, what's your favorite anime? It's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but Super, like... super. Yeah, okay. So... I'll add on to that question. This is pretty dope because uh, you guys have the narrator who was part of well, broadcasting like the show and... So that's amazing, you know. Yeah, the world. Before they hear you answering our questions, the yeah. world is gonna hear him yeah. introducing yeah. this podcast. The same dude who did like next time on Dragon Ball. <laughs> what you want to add on? I want to add on that if the Dragon Ball Super is your favorite show, then who's your favorite character in the show and why? Oh, my favorite character. 
obviously is Goku <clears throat> to me because yes. he's always underestimated and he pushes past his limits even when he's challenged by other, you know, strong foes and other planets or dimensions. I got I can add on to that. Do you when you're in the ring, do you also feel that same type of energy <coughs> that Goku feels with that? Do you draw inspiration? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I draw like inspiration from like my supporters and the people that go support me and also um, you know, from my my family in Dominican Republic. I was born in Dominican Republic. I came to the United States at a very young age. Um, <coughs> and I just recognize, you know, the different opportunities that I have, uh, you know, compared to my family members in the yard. So that's also something that inspires me and pushes me when things get a little sticky in the ring, you know? There's a legacy of Dominican-born um, boxers and champions so you're walking in. You're walking in some really tall shadows. Do you ever think about that? Um, <coughs> honestly, no. I, I never really thought about it. I just try to be the re- best version of Victor uh, Victor Reynoso that I could be. Um, I don't really try to compare myself to others. I'm gonna get to Adam's question, but I, I have to ask you the stupidest question I can think of. The stupidest, but I'm being dead ass here. I'm being dead ass. Yeah. Uh, we just established that you're an anime head uh, and that you love Dragon Ball Z. And I, I'm, I promise you I'm being serious. Have you ever been in the ring and and thought to yourself, oh, I'm a Kamehameha this month? <laughs> you ever, like, in the ring summon your Kamehameha? Yeah, that's how I've been feeling sometimes. You know, I don't know if, um, like, in my last post, it wasn't a Kamehameha, it was a Hadouken from Street Fighter. Uh, Hadouken! That's what I added to my Nako clip after I knocked the dude out. So, uh, but Is yeah, that how you that's, felt? That's that how moment? I be feeling. Like, you, know? you really feel that way? Yeah, when I, when I find an opening or, or whatever the case is, or if, um, I know I feel like that in my third fight because I was losing the fight. I was getting, like, hammered. And then in the last round, I caught him with the right hand and it, like, put him out. So, that's how I felt after I hit him. You know, I felt like it was my alter ego kicking in. Everybody here in Steambox and to the world at home, we have listeners in Ireland. I have no idea why, uh, <laughs> but like we people are listening from around the world. Uh, you guys need to know the next time you watch a Victor Reynoso fight, or if you go on YouTube and watch some of his previous fights, now you know when he's throwing that punch in his head, he's thinking Haruken, <laughs> Haruken, wild. That's wild. What's your question for Victor? So I asked too. My first one is. What's the hardest uh, punch you ever hit someone with? And what's the hardest you had to take in? Okay. Um, the hardest punch I hit someone with was a right hand. Um, and this guy came in at a heavier weight class. So, you know, you try to do everything by weight. Um, but I still took the fight. Um, and that's why I was kind of outmatched because he was bigger than me. Um, but I was able to land that right hand and drill him with with it to, to put him out you know and probably the hottest punch I got hit with it was it was an uppercut yeah uppercut to the nose which gave me like two two black eyes I look like a possum <laughs> did but you came back right because you still <coughs> ate and oh yeah 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 well I got hit the, with the uppercut done sparring okay I was actually in um where was that I was sparring with uh, Demetrius Andre he's the world champion from Providence Rhode yeah. Island <laughs> he's a southpaw but but yeah, I never got hit with that uppercut gun. Did you get mad? <laughs> oh, you learned your lesson. Did I get mad? No, it's part of the game. Yeah, it's boxing. I mean, you can't get into the ring expecting you're not gonna get hit, and especially when you've never taken it personal. No, why would I? I'm in, someone's invited. A world champion is inviting me to come help him out and give him some work. 
the best that I could put, bring to the table. And that's just how we do. You uh, get what I'm saying? You okay. can't be mad when you go to school and you have work to do because that's expected, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, what is your question for Victor? I wanted to ask, um, what's the, like, an injury you've gotten while boxing or given someone an injury? Besides the, besides looking like a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I, I hurt my shoulder during sparring. I don't know what happened during the exchange. If I threw the punch wrong or if I got hit in my shoulder, but it took about, like, three months to heal, so... It was bothering me every time I would I would throw my right hand, you know. And I also had, like, a fractured elbow. Um, but that healed on its own, you know. Um, but that took, like, like, two years to heal. I remember one time I was I was playing football, and it, like, we, we, played, we played street football. Like, I grew up on streets like this playing tackle football uh, in the south side of Providence. And we were playing... I forget where, Mount Pleasant or somewhere, and I tackled somebody, and, and when I tackled him, <coughs> I drove him to the ground. So I, so I like caught him like this and then drove him to the ground, and when I got up, my, my arm was just dangling. Oh, man. My arm's just dangling. But like I, sometimes sometimes those those war injuries make me feel primal yeah. and make me feel more like yeah. a Goku kind yeah. of thing. Right? Like I got to get back in. Battle scars. I did not let <laughs> I didn't let somebody come in and take my place. I yeah. played the rest of the game with one yeah. arm. I wanted it was dumb. I needed surgery and yeah. stuff. But um, but yeah. I, so I noticed also because I that makes me think like we're entering we're entering the battlefield like gladiators. You actually dress up like a gladiator. Yeah, yeah I do. I actually do. Um, is that your is that your permanent theme? Yeah, that's that, my permanent theme. Um, it's very original because no one. Boxing where it's coming out like gladiator. Why uh, gladiator? Where did that come from? Um, I was just always into, into like war and like, like Roman times and like, you know, gods and and Spartacus. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know, but Spartacus is like a, a gladiator show. Um, but yeah, so they're like enslaved and they have to fight for their freedom. Um, and they fight in a big arena. Um, so yes, yeah, so I just, you know, at the time I was on the contract and, you know, I just felt like I had to continue to fight and continue to climb the ladder in order, you know, to just set myself free from whatever yeah. I'm in, you know, in chains to, you know. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, that's how I feel. Man, they did that to they did that to my people. They did that to Tainos. They did that to indigenous people, and they did that to uh, slaves right here in the United States. They had people pitting them for for their entertainment. You know what I mean? And now you're kind of stepping into that world in the modern era. So it's it's interesting that you're carrying that banner with you, like as a gladiator. Keith, what's your question for Victor? Um, I have to think of one. What I was gonna what I was gonna say was like out of the because you had eight fights so far, yeah. right? So out of the eight fight eight fights that you he had, didn't have, hold up, hold up. <laughs> he's I'm, a I'm, boxer. He's not a somebody who comes in with gas. You know, this isn't I mean? somebody who comes in out and of the farts. Eight, out of the eight fights that you had so far, which one was the hardest for you? The hardest fight? Yeah, that's probably my third fight because I was outmatched. You know, I was outweighed, outpowered, out. You know, he was faster than me too. Um. You know, he had more experience to me as well. So it's just funny that, you know, 
you yeah at a great disadvantage you know and at the end of the day you know god has the last say on <clears throat> how things are gonna be resolved you know um but i didn't give up on myself because i don't i got this fire this <laughs> comic comic ha i'm waiting for the hit you with you know um so yeah i was like li- literally losing the fight i had rhode island monthly which is a big like magazine company here in rhode island they were actually behind the scenes very prepping for the fight taking pictures and i had the writer you know writing the story on me and it was just funny that as she was writing it she was like oh man it's, it's not really looking too good for him you know but i was literally like Literally like a Cinderella story. <laughs> well, what's the secret? Because we're warriors, right? This is Central yeah. Falls Warriors. Yeah. Uh, but there's theme comes. These are my nerds from Central Falls. Uh, even though we're badasses. Um, but we're going to have a moment in our life. All, everybody at this table is going to have a moment in their lives where they are outmatched. Right? Yeah. Where everything is against them. Everybody at this table. All of you. Is going to have that moment in your life where you're outmatched, everything is against you, you have very f- small odds of coming through with a victory. What's your message to them for that moment? You have uh, a secret because you made it through. Teach us. You don't lose when you're outmatched. You lose when you quit. You know? There it is. I, I, ain't never, I never quit, although I was outmatched. Yep. You know? And... A lot of people didn't really think I was going to win that fight, you know. Um, but I believed in myself. And besides believing, I was also, you know, working hard and dedicated and staying consistent, right? Because if you only work for one day out of five, how much are you going to get paid next Friday? You're going to get paid the equivalent of what you put in, you know. So whatever you put in is what you're going to get back, you know. So that comes back to preparation. Yeah, preparation is key to success. I've seen you. I saw you talk to uh, students here in Central Falls one time before in an informal way. I saw you talk in a more formal way. Uh, shout out to the students at, uh, what was the school last week? It was your alma mater, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at San Miguel. At San Miguel. Yeah, I saw I you talking to students at San Miguel. Uh, and you talk a lot about training and preparation and how important that is. First, One of the first things that you said when you came in this room before we hit record was talking about eating vegetables. <laughs> I mean, you turned me right off, right? Like, that was your Valentine gift to me as a turnover about <laughs> yeah, eating right. vegetables. But, um, but that seems to be important. That seems to be an important part of your strategy. Uh, Chloe, what's your question for Victor? I want to know who's your biggest inspiration in boxing. My biggest inspiration in boxing? Uh, I would say... Uh, Muhammad Ali, um, because, uh, you know, he stood for something, um, and for him, he used boxing as a platform to, you know, be a civil rights activist and, uh, you know, promote the black culture in a positive way when it was a time that people were were negatively looking at, at it in, in a bad way, you know? Um, and yeah, it was just tough times and also Malcolm X, you know, um, and Muhammad Gandhi because, you know, he did everything with in a peaceful manner. Yeah. You know. Yo, I, so forgive me. I always seem to go here and so does our group, uh, like on race. 
But I noticed that uh, a lot of a lot of the heroes that you talked about transcended boxing, but it also went into black heroes. And what I find is from our culture, from Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, mm -hmm. what I find is that not always, mm -hmm. but but sometimes uh, some of our black passing members of Puerto Ricans and Dominicans sometimes are in somewhat of a denial, right? That they like identify. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's something that I have also heard about and came across. Um, but I just feel like that's not really applicable to me because, you know, I was born in the Dominican Republic. My culture is Dominican. Um, but my skin color is black, you know. So, and also, just, you know, my type of education that I have had from my parents, um, you know, we all originate from Africa, you know. Um, you know, if you study history, there was a lot of, you know, Slave trade, I guess, the word I'm using. Um, so, so yeah, so. And for not the people in this room, because I know you're all super well educated, but somebody in our somebody in our audience probably doesn't know about Muhammad Ali and the stuff that he was going through. And just one of the many pieces of Muhammad Ali is the United States wanted him to go off, and they wanted to take our champion, and they wanted to ship him off to war uh, in the Vietnam War for something that Muhammad Ali. Uh, wasn't convinced about, wasn't convinced that we were even on the right side about. And he says, well, why am I going to go and fight this war for you when you're not even fighting for my people? And he refused. And they threw him in jail. Uh, they threw him in jail, uh, and there were a lot more consequences, including, I believe, stripping his belt. Yeah, definitely. He got stripped of his belt. He wasn't able to continue practice his boxing. But the overall thing, he was, you know, a symbol of hope, and he was a powerful influence in the black community. And at that time... United States needed more, more soldiers, you know, and the blacks were not signing up to go to war because they were treated as second-class citizens. So, And still, to some degree, uh, are treated like second-class citizens. I, I love that he's part of your inspiration because something else I think about Muhammad Ali is that he often was outmatched. If you look at pictures of Muhammad Ali fighting, you're going to see him fighting big, giant beasts. Yeah. And he, he often took them down. Cam, what's your question for Victor? Is Do you feel that there's any match that uh, impacted your life the most so far? Uh, yeah, I would say that dared fight when I was losing because I faced real adversity. You know, like, things got real, you know, and um, I uncovered so much about me, you know, because not everybody is able to perform under pressure. So I found out who who I am exactly, and um, I feel like just mentally, I'm I'm just ready to take on whatever the world has 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 for me because at the end of the day, um, like I was saying, I had all odds st stacked against me. So if you know I've been through it before, I could do it again. You know. You have to go in believing in yourself. I'm sure you went into every fight believing in yourself, but did you leave that fight believing in yourself even more? Yeah, definitely, because you go into the fight believing in yourself, believing you're going to win. But when that bell rings and things start to get ugly, you know, how tight are you, are you still hanging on to that belief? You know, I, I never let go of that belief, even when I was in deep waters, you know, even when... That belief felt so distant, so far. I I still 
told myself I still have a chance. You know, the fight's still not over. I, I went in with a game plan, and as the round progressed, I started to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, and his game plan was backwards. He started off strong, and he got weaker as the rounds progressed because now it comes to conditioning, right? So I was able to survive the wave in the early couple rounds, and... You know who made that waited, famous? Waited him out. Muhammad Ali Muhammad, made that famous. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Muhammad Ali's jam. Yeah, yeah, with the, the rope dope. With the rope dope. Yeah, yeah. What is your question for Victor? Uh, before boxing, what kind of other sports did you want to do? I wanted to do karate. Because, <clears throat> you know, watching Dragon Ball Z. So I watched Dragon Ball Z in Dominican Republic. So. Was that in Spanish? Um, yeah, it was in Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I didn't learn English until I got here, but... Um, Power outages are common, so I'll be watching TV and like, oh, you shut off. So it was time to go outside and play, you know. Um, but anyway, I used to I used to like watching um Jet Jet Li movies, action movies and stuff. It'll be fighting like five guys at the same time. Um, Jet Li, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Steven Seagal. You know, okay. so I thought it was pretty cool to be able to do flying kicks and beat five people up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Are some of you asking who Jackie Chan is? That's not no. Jackie Chan is amazing. All right, all right. Drunken master, masterpiece. Snake and Eagle Shadow, masterpiece. Oh damn! All right, we're gonna have plenty to talk about on the on the plane. What's your question for Victor? What is what was the easiest fight? Ah, the easiest fight. Um, I say, I say his name. Say his name and say he's easy. <laughs> Call What's him out. Name? Um, I, the I third fight. The dude who I just fought last. I forgot his name, but he came from Damn. Wow. wow. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that because you're getting better? Is that the evolution of Victor? Um, it could be, but he wasn't game. You know, he yeah. was more, you know, after after the first couple of punches, he went into defense. Yeah. Know? Yeah, so, and then his whole strategy is gone, right? Yeah, Because like, yeah. he's just surviving at yeah, that point. Yeah, But his energy was different at the weigh-in. What, what goes through your head when you got somebody running away? When you got somebody like, when you know, you're, when you know you've got full advantage, <laughs> do you get a finish him? <laughs> um... Honestly, I just have to be more tactical now because it's kind of hard to hit someone who's running. Yep. You know, who's just doing uh, defense. So I think it, it becomes more tactical and try, trying to get him to open up so you could hit him with a finishing move. I, I, I know this personal, unpopular opinion. My least favorite fighter ever was Floyd Mayweather. And because I feel like that's what he did most of the fight. Like, he was, he was never going to let you take your offense. He was going to run. He was gonna he was gonna grab yep, and before he goes into his offense, he was my least favorite to watch yeah. for that reason. But yeah, that must be frustrating. I mean, yeah, I guess as far as excitement, you know, a lot of people want to see people, you know, bang bang each other out and be more um action type of fights. But you also have to remember too, you know, the whole spot of boxing is I'm gonna hit you and you don't hit me. And yeah, he's been able and to do that. And the best, you yeah. know. Um, I agree. So I, I, I agree that he's not an entertaining fighter, you know. Yeah. Um, but when he was coming up, it, it was, he was fighting, you know. Yeah, it was different. People out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. What's your question for Victor? Right, I got, I got two questions. I'll, uh, I will allow it. 
So, so first of all, when did you when did you first start your wrestling campaign? And second, boxing, boxing, boxing campaign. campaign. Boxing campaign, yeah. yeah. And second, do you plan do you plan to seek to be more than, than just a legend? How do beyond you the legend. What is beyond the legend? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I started boxing. I believe it was in seventh grade. Or eighth grade, I think I was what twelve. Oh, why are you looking? I don't. I was not there. Yeah, no, I'm trying to like. I think I was. I was like eleven or twelve. It was one of my friends. He uh, told me there was a boxing gym right down the street from my house, so um, it was just very convenient for me. Had you fought before? Like so, before seventh grade. How old are you in seventh grade? Eleven. Uh yeah, about eleven. How like so before eleven? Had you like been fighting with other people and? Um. And we're like, I can, I know I can throw hands. I've done it before. Um, uh, I, I mean, I, I got into a couple, couple fights. Yep. In the streets, in school, but. I mean, I don't know. I was just, I was athletic, and and I wasn't afraid, so I was ready to go, you know. Um, but I thought boxing was good to, you know, be able to channel channel my energy, and also learn a new skill and, uh, defend myself because I. I did grow up in a tough environment, so <clears throat> I never wanted, you know, to be bullied or take advantage of. So, so for that second question, yeah, can you tell us about the? Uh, you're about to get a lot more exposure. Uh, I don't know how much of that's, you know, like secret under production, but yeah. how much can you tell us about this reality show? I mean, I'm hoping it kicks in this year. Um, it's supposed to be local talent from all around the world. They have selected, a, you know, certain fighters uh, for the show. Um, and there's also females involved. But obviously, you know, we're not fighting females. They they are fighting each other as well. So it's not just male. It's also female inclu- included. Inclusion. Yep. So I think that's pretty interesting because most, like, ultimate fighting shows and stuff like that is only males. So I think it's it's great that they're opening their doors to, to also female entertainment right. and stuff. Um, Have you started shooting? No, we still haven't started shooting, but we do meet every Thursday, and I have called a clubhouse. And it's more, it's more than just boxing. It's also, you know, our background, our story, you know, um, things we had to overcome, um, things of that nature, and, you know, it's... It's kind of everything about the person, not just boxing. Yeah. Know? But, yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, you know. And um, to answer your question, um, yeah, I want to I wanna live a legend. I don't want to die legend, you know. So, uh, yeah, I just want to be a symbol of hope. And um, I want to be a symbol of hope because, you know, I've been through a lot of things in my life, you know. Um and I also want to encourage you guys to always believe in yourself and <clears throat> don't let anybody else make decisions for you, especially about your future and what you want to do with your future. You know, at the end of the day, you have the last say and, you know, the, it's not an easy road. You know, sometimes you go down a right path that's unknown. You don't really know what to expect. It feels a little bit, you know, nerve wracking. You might feel anxious because you know everybody's for program to to prepare but sometimes you know 
opportunities are never given. You know, they're taken like interception. So you just have to be ready at all times, you know. How are you, how are you gonna become a legend? He's he's thinking. For the world at home who can't hear him thinking, uh, he's thinking. <laughs> I don't know yet. I haven't got. The, you haven't figured out what's your. You don't know your arena. You're gonna be making. Are you gonna be directing films? Are you gonna? Are you gonna be boxing? All right. You got time to work on it. But Victor's point was that you're gonna choose it. Uh, my question for everybody here is: Have you guys watched the reality shows? Yeah. What's a reality show that you've watched? Catching up with the Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like the Dance lowest form. Dance, 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 Dance moms. Dance moms. The lowest form. Is Jersey Shore town? Yeah, Jersey Shore. Oh, of man. course. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a reality show where they just trick you, and then all of a sudden it's a different reality show? Because I've seen some of those where they get all these people on thinking they're there for one reason. Oh, like Love Island or something. Yeah. Like Yo, Victor's gonna be on Love Island. He doesn't even know it. He <laughs> his wife better not yeah. find out. They're gonna ship him out there and they're gonna be like, "Hey, we're putting you on this show. What's the show called?" Uh, celebrity making of a champion. That's what you think it's called. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Welcome to Celebrity Making of a Champion." Now it's Love Island. They're gonna un- undo the thing. Does Master Chef count as reality show? Uh, man, what are you talking, Master Hell's Chef? Master Hell's Chef. Hell's I guess. Yeah, Master maybe Chef. Be, maybe Hell's they're gonna trick you into baking. Into survival baking, huh? That's where my head went when you said uh, sometimes there's other things. You talked about how uh, you talked about how there was men and women there, yeah. uh, and it's, it's fighting. But then there's other stuff, and and then my mind immediately went to like, ooh, what other stuff are they gonna be playing checkers? Like what else? <laughs> are be Master happening? Chef. I thought that would be wild. Earlier you talked about. Um, earlier you talked about your motivation. Uh, not coming from anime, your motivation being for the to to not let down. I'm paraphrasing. You didn't say yeah. these words. The people who are there to support you and the people who are in your corner, the people who are trying to support you. Yeah. Who are those people? Um, have some of them? Have they always like supported you? Have they let you down before? Like who who are these people that we're talking about that you summon the courage for? Well, um, you know, everything starts off with boxing. Um, so it's the people that were. And they were me at the beginning that I still, you know, entrusted my lead to continue to grow. And, you know, that's my trainer, my active trainer at the moment, who's, his name is Stingray. His wife, uh, son. His mama called him Stingray? Well, I guess that was his okay. name. And his his real name his, is his Paul Shorts. Okay, okay. But they know him as Stingray. Okay, that's, boxing, that's dope. You know? I wanna, yeah, I need a badass name like that. <laughs> I want to be called Stingray. Yeah, Rob. and then... Um, Rob? Rob. And also, <laughs> I had Peter Grundy. Actually, I trained right at Grundy's gym, which is like right on the street from here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, he has a long, extensive background in boxing as well. Um, and he also sta- trains the state police, you know, so he's been training the state police for like the last 30, 35 years. Um, and, you know, before I started training with Stingray, uh, I had other trainers, you know, one of them was Floyd Brown, who, you know, tend to seize in my head to, you know, you know, I had what it's, what it, it takes to be a boxer, you know. And These are the people you can't let down. These are the people that you're thinking about. And that you can't let down. What about yourself? Oh shit! (laughs) What about yourself? Like you're listing all these people, but like, what about like yourself? How much does Victor Reynoso value Victor Reynoso compared to the names that you just listed? 
I mean, I do value myself a lot. Um, and my other motivation is also my family in the Dominican Republic. So I was born there. I used to shower like out of a big blue barrel where, um, you know, in a, in a room I had like no colored, no colors on the wall and like the pipes didn't really run and we didn't have hot water. Um, so I like, I, you know, from my dad's side, we come from poverty, you know, um, so that always sits with me and you know, I'm grateful for everything I do have here in the United States. You know, I have warm water. You know, I could go buy food and, you know, go out to eat in nice places and stuff. Um, so I just, you know, it only takes one person to be able to change a family tree and to provide opportunity, opportunities to those that want to better themselves and are willing to put in the effort, like yeah. I did, you know, so... You know, someone someone needs to make the sacrifice, you know, so I volunteered myself to make these sacrifices and uh, I also like to work out and, you know, sometimes it's difficult going down this road because I don't know what's next, you know, I'm just in a position of the unknown. I, I'm not sure what my next fight is going to be, but I'm staying ready, I'm staying in shape. Um, yeah, so I just got to just take it one step at a time and... You gotta have hope, you know. You know what's you know what's wild to me about your observation is that it's clear to me, having heard him speak multiple times now, that his brain, uh, that his his brain puts himself at the top of the list and values himself because he talks about his diet, he talks about his work ethic and all of that stuff. Uh, but his heart, his heart skips him sometimes because if you ask him about that stuff, he's gonna list. You know, he's going to list the other people. Man, you were making great points. Uh, just the idea of something that he valued being hot water. Like, it's, those are the things that we, in poverty in the United States, like, take for granted. Because we have, you know, we our, our homes might be shit, some of us. Not all of us. Some of us, our homes might be shit. It's like the house that, you know, I grew up in. One of the first houses that I grew up in um, before my family climbed out of it. But but we had hot water then, you know what I mean? It's it's different out there, man. It's the Wild West. I went to Puerto Rico. It was uh, almost a year after the hurricane, uh, and they still had the hose coming from outside into the shower <laughs> because the the piping still wasn't working. Uh, so count your blessings, uh, Rihanna. What's your question <coughs> for Victor? Uh, I have two questions. My first question is: Have you ever been in a situation where um you were like, oh, I can use my boxing skills right here and right now? Yeah, I, I've been in plenty of situations, but at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of confidence, you know, so I don't need to beat you up, you know. Um, so most of the time, I just de-escalate the situation, you know. Well, great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man quote. So, <laughs> facts. Um, so you also, I got to realize that there's always a price to pay, even if you're in the moment and, you know, you could handle it that way, but there's other ways to handle it, you know? Um, but I'm just a big firm believer in self-defense. I'm going to protect myself, but I don't got to go out of my way to initiate anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you know what you could do, you don't, you know, um, that's where real power lays, you know? Knowing that you have the ability to to do something and choose not to, you know. That must be hard. So I know you have another question, and I can't wait to hear it. 
I'm wondering, do you do you play video games? Yeah. Wait, wait, are you an Xbox guy or PlayStation? Um, I'm thinking PlayStation because God of War just seems like it, <laughs> it would be your jam. Yeah, well, I I was more into like PlayStation than Xbox, but I mean, you know, I never owned an Xbox. And then I had the Wii. No, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So then, you know, Mario. Mario so, Kart's a classic. You ever... Spanish. What, what was your favorite game? Um... I would have said all the time and Super Smash. Okay. Super Smash Bros. Or, or Mario Kart, you know, just because, you know, I was able to play with my friends, you know, so it makes it that much better. You You're know? feeling the Super Smash answer? Or Call of Duty too. That was okay. the time I was going nuts on Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, Black Ops, zombies. You know, playing online with a little headset with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember that stuff too. And for Mario Kart, we, when we go to Japan, I want to ride Mario Kart. And I heard that like they don't let fat people on, so that's why I got my water out here. man, I'm gonna start needing some of those dumbass vegetables that Victor's talking about. He's uh, Um, but but I I think where I'm where I'm going with this is. You ever playing online? They're like Call of Duty. You ever yeah, playing online? Play online yeah. And then and then there's that like insufferable asshole. There's yeah. Insufferable asshole. But you know. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. You knock people out. You know. You like. You're like yo. I would. I would knock you the. You're like how did that must eat you up knowing that this internet troll. Yeah. This internet troll camping. asshole. Camping. Yeah, camping. Uh-huh. And talking shit. Yeah. Knowing that they're talking shit, they don't know, but they're talking shit to somebody who is a nasty boxer. <laughs> a nasty boxer who would ruin their life yeah, if yeah. it was ever in person. Does that ever burn you? Does that like... Um, no, not really. You know, what does burn me when certain people that know my capabilities are like in my face yeah. trying to tempt me, like... Where do you want this to go? Because you know it's not in your best interest. So right. Like, but at the end of the day, you got to realize that that's all that person could do. You know? That's all they could do is just run them off because they can't do nothing, nothing else to you. So people, they're trying to get a reaction out of you. People be talking shit in Rocket League and Call of Duty, all this. And I'd be like, yo, I'm Bane. I would just break your back. I would break your back. Uh, it makes me crazy. It makes me insane. Uh, and I just can't imagine if I was an eight and zero boxer, like, if, and I heard that shit, I would just, it would make my brain snap. I don't even. What was your second question? I'm sorry. Uh, my second question is, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had? The weirdest dream? I'm trying to hit something in it, and it doesn't matter how hard I hit it, I just can't hit it. I felt weak. Has anyone else had a dream like that? Yeah. Same thing right? was about being slow. Yeah, I'm trying to fight, but I just can't hit him. And every time I do, it's like soft, and I'm like so frustrated. Yo, that's like taking your work home, right? Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> taking it home, wow. sleeping with it. I had a dream yeah. last night that I was at the DMV. Wow. <laughs> Just the, it was the worst. What's, wow. what's your weirdest dream? DMV? Oh, my weirdest dream? That's the, it's oh. a nightmare. I lo- I, yo, if it's zombies. <laughs> If it's zombies, that's a happy oh, dream for me. Yeah. You get to just smash on zombies. Yeah, but boring dream, huh? This was the worst. That's how, a, that's how long nightmare. was the wait? Yo, it was forever. <laughs> I got a friend, Jose Ramirez. I don't know if you know him. He's an arts guy from uh, from Rhode Island. Does great work in Providence with the conservatory in Roger Williams Park. Uh, so I was with my friend. So that was good. And it was just me and him waiting in the DMV. It was it was the worst dream of my life. I'd rather dream about anything else. <laughs> I have those dreams where I'm flying, but I have to like swim. Oh, is that just me? Is that, is that just me? Well, I'm flying, but I'm not like Superman. I have to like 
pull myself. What's your weirdest dream? Oh, it's pretty disgusting, pal. You ask this question, you're leading us to your <laughs> oh disgusting ass dream. Um, I my weirdest dream is I got so sick I kept throwing up that I drowned in it. Oh, oh. oh. you vomited so much that you you drowned in your own vomit. That's yeah. nasty, bro. That's just nasty. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Any other weird dreams? I don't want to talk about. Oh, now I need to know. Now I need to know. I'll give you a different one. Uh, I ended up murdering all my friends in the zombie apocalypse. In the zombie it's apocalypse, you're murdering your friends. It's not my fault. Were they zombie? Were they bitten? No, no, they betrayed me. You know? Yo, Trust issues. I'm not. I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm staying away. You can't come to my zombie apocalypse compound. That's an orange You're flag. Out. Do you have orange, a, zombie? a borderline red. In the <laughs> Do you have a zombie apocalypse or any apocalypse plan? Me? Yeah. Uh, have you thought about this and like, yo, I know exactly what I'm doing. Honestly, I was thinking about this during COVID. What? You know? I didn't know what could happen next. You know. Um, but not nah, just. I didn't really go too too in depth. But okay. Uh, I just thought about nutrition. Having loading up on a whole bunch of peanut butter and tuna fish cans, things that don't expire. Yep. And then uh, trying to figure it out from there, you know. He you didn't say Twinkies. First. Twinkies is the go-to, right? Like everybody knows those aren't gonna expire, but he takes care of his body. He takes care of his body. Twinkies do last forever. That's true. <laughs> what is your question for Victor? And then I'm gonna go over to you. All right, my. Oh, I'm two, sorry. And then yeah. I have two questions: a simple one and then a little more advanced one. My simple one is like. If you could fight, like, this is like, go back in time, or like, maybe go a little bit back in time. If you could fight anyone, win or lose, who would it be and why? Oh, I love it. Who would it be and why? Anybody? Anybody, win or lose. Any weight class, yep. any generation. I mean, honestly, any of the greats. You know, there's Joe Lewis, uh, Foreman, Ali, Mayweather. Tyson. Tyson. Will Smith had a song. Jake Paul. I think I can beat Paul. Mike Tyson. How dare you? <laughs> I know. I knew. I knew you were gonna Paul say that. Brothers. I was joking about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, could you? Honestly, could you? probably Mike Tyson. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not no heavyweight. But if I were to go back, I'd be a heavyweight. You know, with your, my same mindset. Trying to get your ear bitten off. Yeah, cross your fingers. You don't get your ear bitten. Off. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> you know that. Okay. Looks like he's not gonna go after you. Oh man! Oh yeah, right. Yeah, the air. I think I'll bite him back. <laughs> he bit ear for ear, buddy. He bit because Holyfield was doing that thing that we were talking about. Holyfield was was Holyfield, grabbing yeah. the whole fight, just holding, 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 and you could see Tyson, who probably doesn't process as rationally as we do. No offense, Mike Tyson. I'm a fan. Uh, he just just got frustrated until he couldn't handle it anymore, and he just bit him. Yeah. He just bit him. That was that was wild. I watched that. And I and and I'm sorry. I apologize to the world. My Neanderthal self said, "Bite him again! <laughs> Bite him again! I want to see a fight." Uh, you would fight Mike Tyson. I beat him on Nintendo, and it was the greatest accomplishment of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you out here eight and zero in the real world, and me on Nintendo, like thinking that I'm the champion of the whole world. Yeah, um, I thought Mike Tyson is trying, just because. Have you seen those uppercuts? Yeah, no, it's because of what he was doing, you know. So I, I, I always want to test myself. So yeah, you know, it would be you versus the Kamehameha. I mean, no, it would be Tyson versus the Kamehameha. Kamehameha yeah. All right. So my second question is: This is the one more advanced one. You know, you've been boxing since you know you were eleven, like you said. 
What, from all of your trainers and all of your lifetime, what was the best piece of advice when you were sitting down on a stool or in a corner, and what was the best piece of advice that they told you that just really hit you? They were just like, you know what? You're right. Like, you know what I mean? What the hell? <laughs> hold, hold on. I want everybody to know. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to get back to this question. Please don't lose that. I want everybody to know that y'all be whispering to each other during our podcast. And when I'm editing, right, when I'm editing, I clearly hear the whispers. Everybody at home right now is hearing somebody talk about a penis on Valentine's Day. Just F- FYI. That, and also FYI uh, to the school department who be listening. That's not what Steambox is about. There's no, I don't know what's being whispered. We don't condone our students' actions. What do you mean? <laughs> bro, we have condoms in the nurse office, bro. Anybody can get that. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Move it. Moving on. Sorry. Uh, can you can you summarize your second question again? Yeah, yeah. So my second question was, you know, you've been boxing since you were 11, since you were 11. And you've had, you know, maybe, maybe, didn't probably multiple trainers. And you've been sitting in those corners for a little while now. What was the best piece of advice that a certain one trainer just gave you that just hit you? There's his way. There's my way. But as the only way, it don't exist. Okay. You know? Is that like a, how did you process that? Like you can't get forced into a situation? And... Um, well, at the, at the end of the day, everything's situational reasoning, you know? So you can't always apply the same thing to every situation because every situation is obviously different, you know? Um, so whatever knowledge, like for, for instance, like, you know, if you're learning about algebra, um, you can't, I mean, like, how can I how can I word this? Um, if there's his way, there's there's always there's always a different way to do things. You know, there's like tiny shoes. I'm pretty sure no one here not. I'm pretty sure everyone here doesn't tie, tie the shoe the same way, right? Oh, I have to say wrong for this question. Don't I'm pretty sure up. if everybody lines up and undoes the shoe. And we go person by person. Everybody ties their shoe differently. But at the end of the day, you still get the same result. Right? They make fun of me for the way I tie my shoes. He ties it the weirdest way ever. You can't show the internet. I'll show the podcast. He does it the Narrate it, bro. You got to narrate it. Alright, so for the world for the world listening. Starting with the loop. He's undoing his knot, which is tight... Alright, this is compelling podcasting. People okay. right now listening around the world so, to you tie your shoe. I, gra- I grab these two strings, tighten it, yep. like this. Okay, right. so far standard. Go underneath. Underneath, yep, we got the cross, which is completely standard. Go here. Yep. Do this. So you make a complete knot. And then I go here, make it on here. Oh, wow. He does one loop at a time instead yeah. of two loops. No, most of us do the two loops at the same time and close. He does one loop at a time. It's an interesting knot. That's why it took you so long to undo. Because it double knotted that's why. Uh, he just gave he just gave some life altering advice and Adam made it about the way that Adam made it about the way that he's weird. Thanks, Adam. Bye, Adam. Um, Lewis, what's your question for Victor? I got two questions. What is your second favorite sport? Besides boxing, and is boxing your favorite sport? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And have you ever bet on yourself, or somebody told you that they're betting on your fight? Um, second favorite sport. 
That's a tough one. It's got to be illegal for him to bet on himself. That's a tough one. Um, I'm not sure, but I do a lot of running and swimming. Uh, Did you watch the Super Bowl this weekend? No, I didn't. So it's not football? No, it's not football. Okay. No. You got a Bulls on right now. So. What was that? You got the, the Bulls on you. Yeah, I do like basketball, but I also like fas- fashion. Yeah, I thought this was live. Yo, I think I think fashion being his second favorite sport is the dopest answer. <laughs> yeah, probably. What was yeah. your other question? Uh, has anybody said they're betting on you? Betting on me? Yeah. Um. Yeah, people are trying to bet on me, but um, they couldn't find where to go bet on. Um, so I don't think uh, people could bet on me until I continue. Into a bigger break, uh, you know. When you're on the pay per views, yeah, pay per views and stuff like that. Yeah. And have I ever betted on myself? No, but I I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I had. <laughs> Metaphorically, I'm sure that you honestly have, right? Like yeah, all the work that you do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you you wouldn't give a shit, right? Like if somebody's like, "Oh, I bet on you," that's not gonna affect you in the fight. You're not gonna be no. like, "Oh, damn, Peter said." That. No, that's Peter not said gonna he put ten dollars on me. Yeah, if anything, that's gonna motivate me to. To dig deeper. Okay. You know? For Peter, who just bet $10 yeah, on you. Yeah. Because I can't let Peter down. Um, I had... Where did, where did, we we lost one. Uh, all right. So we're going to we're gonna wrap up. I'm going to ask him about um, shout outs. I'm going to ask him where people can find his work. I'm going to ask you that in just a second. Uh, we're getting to the last two or three burning questions. Does anybody have last questions? Go. My uncle texted me a couple minutes ago. He wants to know if, like, you know Manny Pacquiao. Do you know Manny Pacquiao, the like uh, the He's... statesman from the Philippines? Yeah. No, no, I don't know him. Oh. Um, I wish I meet him in the future. You know. He but wants yeah, to no. know your opinion on Manny Pacquiao. Oh, Manny Pacquiao is a beast. You know. Um, he had a great victory, uh, which was a, uh, I guess Keith Thurman. I guess it was considered maybe an upset or something because they, they had Pacquiao, you know, losing before the fight started because he was 40 at the time. Yep. So I think it was very impressive that, you know, at 40, he was able to out-hustle someone who was 30. So that was very impressive. And, um, yeah, I think he's a legend. He's a living legend. Is Pacquiao, like, family friend? Is that what's happening? No, he's just, like, really popular in the Philippines. Are you Philippine? Yeah, okay. my uncle listens to the podcast. Okay, so your shout out to your uncle. Who's your uncle? Um, we call him Roy. Uncle, no hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> shout out first. Wait. First of all, shout out to Uncle Roy. But what do you mean we call him Roy? What's his real name? Nobody knows his real name. What do you How mean? You, you don't know. That's you don't know weird. your uncle's real name. No one in the generation so far, like my family, no one knows his real name. How we call old him are you? Roy. How old are you guys? How old is your family? My family is not that old. Y'all were there when the dinosaur ages were, huh? Is that what you're Listen, Uncle Uncle Roy, shout out to Uncle Roy. Uh, Victor, can you do a shout out to Uncle Roy? Shout out to Uncle Roy. We got a shout out to Uncle Roy. Uncle Roy is going to love me for talking shit about uh, Floyd Mayweather earlier when I did. Because Uncle Roy is going to be like, yeah, hell with Floyd Mayweather. That dude sucks. Um, Did you have another question? Uh, No, that was it. All right, so shout out to Uncle Roy. We're going to find out your real name, Uncle Roy. Uh, and I'm not going to publish. We're not going to snitch to the world because you probably, I don't want you to get in legal trouble we're when we find out. We're going to keep your government classified. Yeah, we're going to keep your government classified. Uh, last burning question. Go. Oh, I didn't go. Um, if oh, I was bo- waiting for you, but you were out of, go ahead. If boxing didn't work out, where would you be? 
boxing didn't work out, what would I be? I'd probably be uh, a nurse. A nurse practitioner. I have my master's in something. You know? I, I wasn't really too uh, motivated when I was your, your age and I was in high school. I, I was thinking these get degrees. You know? Not a way to think about your education, right? Like, just get just get by? Yeah, just get by type of attitude, you know? Um, I just wanted to rush through my homework and go outside and play. Um, and then, you know. When did you come over to the U.S.? When? When I was five. When you were five? So, yeah. so where'd you go to high school? You, you went to high San school, Miguel. Yeah. Then I went to um, E3 Academy, which is on Branch Avenue yep. in North Providence. I was there for two semesters. And then I transferred over to Texan Chambers of yep. Commerce Academy, which is known as ACE. is located on, I believe, off of Dexter or on Dexter. Um, so yeah, I graduated from there and went to Rick. That's right. I knew that when I met you, we talked about that. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, what's your question for Victor? Uh, this ain't the question, but what's your weight class? One forty seven, welterweight. weight. What's your favorite weight class to watch? To you, watch when you watch boxing. Uh, hmm. Well, there's a couple. There's one sixty eight. You broke Victor. You broke him. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple. There's one one sixty eight, one forty seven. And one thirty five because there's a lot of heated competition in those weight classes right now at the moment. But everything fluctuates, you know. It all depends on the fighter if they wanna stay in that weight class, you know, or if they wanna move up higher and have trouble making the weight. So, so yeah, but right now it's one sixty eight, one forty seven, and one thirty five. What's your favorite one sixty eight fighter? Ah, uh, Demetrius. Demetrius Andrade. From, he's from Providence. Yeah. We're going to have him on the podcast soon. Uh, I got to meet him recently. He seems like a really cool dude. Uh, I really liked you being here in Central Falls for the students when I met you. Probably Was it just before the pandemic? I think it was just... Yeah, I think it was yeah, before the pandemic. Yeah. Time uh, flies. Yeah. It, 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 really, it really does. When the world... 2019. When the world stands still. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, he participated in what's that student government led when you guys get options for what you're gonna do with the class money and stuff like that. Student council, you know, you know, I know you know. Participatory, yeah, it was the participatory budgeting. He came in and supported uh, some of those votes and how that was going that day. So that was really cool. So Victor's supporting you guys before you guys were supporting Victor, which is interesting. Um, so uh, Marvel or DC? Oof. And wow. why is the right answer Marvel? Wow. And why is the right answer DC? Wow. How dare you? How dare you? DC How has the better you? movies. Uh, what the? F- what? Oh. Let me let me back up myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying in terms you lost of like that, you lost I'm saying by just that in terms of like straight up like raw action Listen. and how dark it is. DC has better movies. Than that. I think they both go hard. I'm sorry. I'm just a fanatic of superheroes and anime and. I can't pick between DC or Marvel, you know? You know, that's interesting. I should have watched myself before I asked you that question because <laughs> a Goku fan, and my biggest criticism of Goku, is that he's very similar to Superman, and I think it's really easy to create, like, this invincible, indestructible guy. You're not an invincible, indes- no offense, you're not an invincible, indestructible guy. That's what makes it compelling that you go out there yeah. against somebody bigger and stronger and still win. Yeah. That's what makes you compelling, is that you're not Goku, right? Yeah. But Goku is, like, super strong, can get Dragon Balls and come back to life, has an 18-episode arc where he's just <laughs> walking upstairs. But he does get beat up, though. Goku does lose... And you know that he does, and he and he shows to dig deep. 
That he does. You know, during times that he's being, you know, overpowered, you know. Uh, shout out to your wife. Uh, now, now that we're on Valentine's Day, what's your, what's your, do we want to... Crystal, Crystal. Shout out to Ray Crystal. Uh, you meet Crystal in high school or like... No, I met Crystal at work. Okay. I used to work in a um, psychiatric hospital called uh, South Coast Behavioral Health yep. in Dartmouth. So that's where I met her. Okay, you really would be a nurse, huh? Like you, yeah, 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 you're in, you're I, in I, I honestly wanted to do the CNA program when I was in high school, but uh, we weren't able to afford, um, you know, the expenses. Um, so, shout out to Crystal. I hope you have uh, the most wonderful Valentine's. I hope our audience has the most wonderful Valentine's. Uh, wh- where can people find out more about Victor Reynoso? Where can we find out more about? Uh, your uh, reality show. Uh, where should people follow you? Um, check me out on Facebook, Victor Reynoso, parentheses, taco, with a K. I'm a supreme taco, you know? <laughs> You're a supreme taco. Extra lettuce, extra tomatoes. <laughs> what? what why you keep throwing vegetables since the moment you walked in it? Did my girlfriend send you? Is that why you're throwing vegetables this whole time? And then uh, check me out on Instagram, Victor Reynoso, um, two O's and a zero. Okay, Victor Reynoso, O, O, zero. Yep. All right. Two O's and a zero. All right. First name, last name together, two O's and a zero. So when this reality show comes out, if, in fact, it's not a secret ploy to make you cook cakes, uh, <laughs> what what network is that going to be? Do we know yet? Um, no, we don't know the network yet. Um, okay. We're still limited on information. We're going to have kept in the shadows. As you're recording, we're going to have you back on the show just to put our stupid faces on the air with you. Yeah, uh, definitely. You we'll, know? we'll have you back on for that. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to before we go? Um, yeah, to my team. You know, everybody that supports me. My trainers. Uh, Peter Grundy, Stingray, Sun. Um, and... My, my family in DR. All right. Shout out to the family in DR. Shout out to Team Victor Reynoso. Uh, shout out to your wife. Shout out to Steampunks from the Warriors. We want to give a shout out to the Gladiators over there. Uh, Steampunks from Central Falls and Victor Reynoso. Please say peace out to the world. Peace, peace out! out!